Praise the Lord. It pays to serve Jesus. I speak from my heart. How many of you know the song? Please join me. He's all we've been with us if we do our part. Bam, 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 bam. Bam, 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 bam. There's and contentment in serving the Lord. I love being far better than in days of yore. I'll serve more truly than ever before. I'll do as he beats me, whatever the cost. I'll be a true soldier, I'll die at my post. I love being far better than in days of yore. I'll serve him more truly than ever before. I'll do as he beats me, whatever the cost. I'll be a true soldier, I'll die at my post. So many years ago, 2000 and what? 2002 to 2009. We're at the university serving the Lord. It's like we are full time children of God and half time students. I don't know that you understand what I'm trying to say. You are a student, but all the time people see you with your Bible. You are always with your Bible. You are in the sport complex in the night at 12 p.m., 12 noon, 12 a.m., crying and praying, oh God, use me. And people in my fellowship thought, these boys, they don't have future. <laughs> they are foolish. In fact, we became laughing stock in the fellowship. Now, when God called him, early in the morning and said, you will, go to South, you will go to Sudan, before Sudan divided into Sudan and South Sudan, and you will serve me unpaid. How was it going to happen? Already we were laughing stock already. Academics, we were nowhere. We were not the ones getting the A's because we didn't have the... We, we are, when will this book finish? We want to serve God. When we read it, we'll go, we will go with our books to classroom. We will close the book and go to the field. Oh God, we want to serve you. This gospel of the cross be preached in all nations. Then Jesus will come. So we already don't have any future in the world. We are not getting the A's. 
He read biological science. My case was a bit better because I read veterinary medicine. So they called me doctor, doctor. His own was single owner, nothing. <laughs> but where are they? It pays to serve Jesus. Eventually he went to Sudan and then the country divided into Sudan and South Sudan. I'll be visiting that country in August by God's grace. And the testimonies we hear, what God is doing. Now, that brings me to what I'm going to share tonight. With all sobriety, if you miss this one, when this event will take place, if you are not part of it, Let's bow our heads to pray. Father, we are before you today. Make your word alive before your children. Speak to us, Lord. Cause us to walk in your ways. And give us the grace to live for you. And to make others know you too. Make your word come sharply, active, powerful, converting, convincing. And let the conviction of the Holy Ghost touch your people tonight. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Have your seat. I feel saddened and I also feel joyful at the same time, a mixture of joy and sorrow. Whenever I want to talk about this, as I was praying from Saturday what to share, if in all dedication, service to God, suffering for the kingdom. If I am not able to get to this, Sorry. We're talking about the rapture. How prepared are you? How, brother, how prepared are you? For the coming of the Lord. 
the day I was coming to your country last week, Wednesday, my flight was in the evening from morning, the previous night till today, because I knew I was going to stay for about three weeks here. If God extend it, I don't have a problem, I will stay more, but for now it's three weeks. I spent week, a week already. I was, I make sure I pick this, I drop it close to the bed, I pick this, I drop it, I make sure I pick my passport, because I, I have traveled with somebody who ran to the airport and didn't carry a passport, and it's international travel. I didn't know how I was going to travel anyway. <laughs> I pick it, I drop it, I was very, very careful picking all the things I know. I also know that if I forget my yellow card, I will not enter Ghana, even though I'm at the airport here, I will not enter this place. I also look for quickly, I remember that I quickly run to the locker of my bed, I picked the passport, I mean the yellow card, I kept it. I was preparing for a journey. A three weeks journey. Thank God it's West Africa, so I don't need pass, I don't need visa to be in your country. Am I right? A three weeks preparation for a journey I will return. But whether you like it or not, if you accept the gospel, fine. If you don't accept the gospel, the moment you have been born, you are automatically on a journey. A journey to eternity. Now, I give you some few scriptures. Number one. Revelation 22, verse Revelation 22, verse 7. Okay, from verse 6. And he said unto me, These sayings are faithful and true. And the Lord God of the holy prophets sent his angel to show unto his servants the things which must surely be done, shortly be done. Behold, I come quickly. Verse 12. And behold, I come quickly. Verse 20. He which testified this thing saith, Surely. Surely. I come quickly. We all know that the Lord will come. Mental knowledge, academic knowledge of the Bible, we know. But how much have we prepared for the coming of the Lord. Come. How much has the church, the body, that is giving the 
responsibility on earth to prepare men and women for the coming of the Lord. How much has that church done on you? We have maybe Pentecostal Church of Ghana. We have Pentecostal Church of Nigeria. How much have this body that is to coordinate the activities of the body of Christ, the church, how much have they done to prepare you for eternity? Rather, if Bonki is coming, he starts to share the money, the offering money, after Bonki comes and goes. How much have your husband, being the head of the home, prepared the wife, the children, the works, and all the people serving under him? How much have they prepared for the coming of the Lord? So in case you forgot... In case you have not been told, in case you have not been well informed, I came tonight to remind you that Jesus will come again. But the question is, will he come? Will he not come? The scriptures where we have read has settled that question. But the question to you now is this. How Prepared are you? The rapture is the guardian up of God's people when he returns to take them to be with him in heaven. By the grace of God, I stand today to be a of someone whom has been granted grace by God. To have been to heaven, to have been to hell, in death experience, I died. <laughs> it sounded strange, but I did. God brought me back to life, took me back again, brought me back to life, took me back again. And brought me back to life. Some of the things I will share with you, my brother here was a living witness. I, we, we were in church one Monday evening when Satan came and played a game. What happened? I saw suddenly had uh, an electric shock passing through my body. And I wanted to stand. I couldn't stand up anymore. Paralysis. Stroke. On my right leg. I tapped him. I said, something happened to me. He was sitting by my side in the, in the campus. Bible study. I said, can you look for something to help me so that I can go out? He went out and looked for a small, tiny stick and brought it. And the way God blessed me with tall and big body. When I wanted to use the tiny stick, I almost fell down. So he carried me at his back. We went outside. I spent 10 days, 10 nights in the teaching hospital. I couldn't walk. 
I was paralyzed. I know they did much in prayer and fasting those 10 days. The doctors will come in their team, about 10 to 15 of them, with the professor, and they will investigate. They did all the scanning. They did all the tests. And they look around. They said, nothing is wrong with him. But on the 10th day, everybody said 10th day, Jesus walked into that hospital. In the twinkling of an eye, he removed my leg, removed a liver, removed my heart, and replaced them with heavenly one. Opposite my bed was, that ward was a medical ward where stroke, patient, paralysis are there. And people have been lying there for one year. The man opposite my bed have been lying, a Muslim, have been lying there for six months, three to six months. When the Lord healed me, and all of a sudden, I jumped down from my bed, I stood up, and I began to walk. The Muslim man lying down said, you walked, the power of God in the teaching hospital hit him. He jumped up and he started walking. He jumped up and he started walking. Six months moribund on that bed. And the doctors came back and told me, you will surely come back. I have not returned since then. So what am I trying to say? I came to remind you today that Jesus will come back. How prepared are you? The rapture, it could happen any moment. Now, look at what Paul said. First Corinthians chapter 15. Verse 52. Okay, from verse 51. Behold, I show you a mystery. We shall not all sleep, but we shall all be changed. In a moment, in the twinkling of an eye, at the last trump, for the trumpet shall sound, and the dead shall be raised incorruptible. And we shall be changed. For the corruptible must put on incorruption. And this mortal must put on immortality. In First Thessalonians chapter 4. 1 Thessalonians. Chapter 4. Thessalonians is after Colossians. Colossians. 1 Thessalonians chapter 4. Verse 13. But I will not have you to be ignorant, brethren, concerning them which are asleep, that ye sorrow not, even as others which have no hope. For if we believe that Jesus died and rose again, even so, them also we sleep in Jesus, will God bring with him. For this we say unto you by the word of the Lord, 
that we which are alive and remain unto the coming of the Lord shall not prevent them which are asleep. For the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of the archangel, and with the trump of God, and the dead in Christ shall rise first. Then we which are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. And so shall we ever be with the Lord. Wherefore, comfort one another with these words. It is a message of comfort. It is the blessed hope of the redeemed. It is what the saints of old had looked up unto. It is what they were looking up, believing it will happen at their own time. Now, I have some few concepts concerning the rapture. Number one, the rapture is imminent. That means it will happen suddenly without announcement. If this church is to conduct communion service, the church makes advanced announcement. The essence is get yourself prepared so that you don't eat the lost body unworthily. Maybe two Sundays will be given, three Sundays will be given. Some churches do that. They announce it ahead of time. So that between now and the time you take communion, you don't quarrel with your wife. You behave even when she has every reason to quarrel, you don't quarrel because tomorrow is holy communion. You suspend the quarrel until after the communion will continue the quarrel. You suspend it. I've seen a Christian brother, a pastor, living in the same room with his wife for 11 years. He is the pastor over the church. The wife is the head of the usher. For 11 good years, the woman will never allow her husband to touch her body on the same bed. Christian home, minister's house. Is she going to heaven? Answer me. Is she going to heaven? The thing that made you to barricade that bed into two and bought additional pillars to divide the bed into two and tell your husband never cross this pillow. What is it? What is that thing? Sin. Unforgiveness. Offense. Evil. Wickedness. When the matter came up, it was a sham. It was a sham. Now, back to the concept. Rapture, imminent. No announcement. Now, who you who are living your Christian life with lies? 
you can come to this house of God like this and tell lies to a pastor. Tell lies to a fellow believer. Where is the Christianity? You are a tongue-speaking believer. You put the microphone on As you finish speaking on that microphone, you are going to a prostitute place to commit adultery. And all the same, you claim you are a child of God. A Christian is a person who is rapturable. On the day of the rapture, you discover somebody is not rapturable. He has never been a Christian. He's not a Christian. Because little Christ and rapture takes place, you are still on that. Doing what? What are you doing on that? So, in case you think I can play it anyhow, and when the rapture takes place, you will make it lie. You are going nowhere. Suddenly, it has happened. No announcement. There is no chance to do emergency prayer. There is no chance to do emergency reconciliation with your wife you have been angry with for the past day. I am talking of life practical issues. A Christian brother who has been consistent in the church, there is no way you will not see him in the church. On Sunday morning, pastor didn't see him. What is the problem? Brother, Sunday is not in church. Is it normal? Is it normal, brother, Sunday is not in church? What is the problem? And the pastor was on the stage, he was looking around. No, he was, he was going around, going around, going. He didn't see him. He now started the wife. Where's your husband? He's in the house. No. Your husband cannot be at home while you are in church. Let us go home. And when they go home, the woman was stronger than the man. Have you seen women stronger than men before? I've seen women. The woman was offended with him. She tied brothers and attached him to the bed with rapper and came to church. We've come to worship God. Tie him. It's not a laughing matter. Tie him. Brother is with the Lord now. He has died. Tie him. Brother Sunday cannot, cannot open the door. He has to open the window. Hey, 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 hey. Eventually the pastor now came to the... <laughs> Brother Sunday. Christians. They are Christians. So, in case you postpone your anger, Madam, this talk now, let's leave it. Let's go to church. Because we are late for church. Let's go to church and come back. When we come back, we'll continue from where we stop. Rapture will take place. You will not go anywhere. You won't go. Because Jesus is coming for a glorious church without spot, without wrinkle. These things, as we say them and we laugh over them, when the reality of it comes, you will know it was never a joke. So, madam, how prepared are you? 
We are talking about eternal life. And, Pastor, there is no success in ministry without you in heaven. When we get to heaven and to check the roll call of those who have arrived after the rapture, those who died, after the rapture, those who were raptured eventually in heaven, and your name is not there, you have not succeeded. I don't care how many thousand congregations you have, you are a failure. You fail. So, it will happen suddenly. It is like you want to come to this church. And they say, they say, they say, they say step here. And while you want to look at this step, you are looking at somebody seated over there. And let me look at it before I, so that I will not hit my leg. As you put down your leg, your eyes, and you look up, the person is no more there. The rapture has taken place. No announcement. Suddenly. Come. The question I have for you is this. At that time, what will you do? Tell me what you will do. Will you continue to come to church or you will go back home? No, I don't, I, must, I don't know. I don't know what will happen. Because that is the scenario of what will happen. That is what exactly will happen on the day of the rapture. Will you not have the, great, the, the, uh, the courage to not continue? That your leg that you lift up, you want to climb. And let me see what I don't... And then you look at it, you see the pastor. The pastor is gone. Will that leg go down or it will take another step to march into the church? To come and do what now in church? Tell me what, if you continue to church, what will you come and do in church? If you go back home, you left at home. Number two concept. It is in a moment. In a moment, in the twinkling of an eye. The rapture is going to be in a moment. Meaning, God has appointed a time for it. But the time is unknown to you. You don't know. Moment talks about time. But the time to you and I is unknown. That is why you have to be constantly prepared. I'm talking about constant preparation. Prepared are you. Do you know the time? Are you deportizing God to be his personal press secretary? To know the time to commit fornication and to come out to church and sit down. Ah, we are the choir members here. 
I hope nobody is committing fornication and also singing on this altar at the same time. I do hope. That nobody who sang here this night is a fornicator or adulterer. That you are not committing sin. You don't know when the Lord will come. In the moment, in the twinkling of an eye, it will be sudden, it will be in a moment unknown to you. The time is unknown. And if you are following at the global stage, what has been happening? You will know that there is no more time. You will know the time is running out. So, three, the third concept, it is certain. Jesus prophesied of his death. It came to pass. Pull down house in three days I will build it. Talking about his death. On the resurrection morning, he rose from the dead. What makes you think that all that Jesus said about his coming back will not come to pass? What makes you think so? And what makes you think it will happen in your own time? Acts chapter 1. Jesus himself spoke about it. Angels in heaven confirms it. The apostles of our Lord Jesus Christ, the prophets of our Lord Jesus Christ, confirm end time events, signs, revelations, stage confirms the coming of the Lord. Acts 1 verse 10 and while they looked steadfastly towards heaven, as he went up, behold, two men stood by them in white apparel, which also say ye men of Galilee. Why stand ye gazing up into heaven? This same Jesus, which is taken up from you into heaven, shall so come in like manner as you see him go into heaven. And those men were angels. On the day of his ascension into glory, final ascension, in the city of Galilee, people stood and were looking at him. And the power of resurrection came upon him. And he stood before, in their very eyes, a power lifted him up. He was going up. 
a force beyond the force of gravity was carrying him up into the sky. And people all over Galilee stood and were looking at him in the sky. And two men descended from heaven with a white apparel and said, Ye men of Galilee, why stand ye look ye at Jesus? This said Jesus will come back in the manner you are seeing him taken up. He will return. Since then, just about 2,000 years now. And for you who are careless, I see a lot of carelessness in believers. Somebody, let's not go into this, let's not go into that. A lot of carelessness. A sister and a brother in courtship. I propose, you're committing fornication to each other, is my propose. You get pregnant, you abort, is my propose. You get pregnant, you abort, is my propose. You get pregnant, you abort, is my propose. We are all children of God. We are baptized. Are you saved? Is your name in the book of life? Because John said, I saw both small and great stand before God. When the Lord took me to hell, I saw a child of less than 10 years in hell. Of less than 10 years in hell. At the gates of heaven. At the gates of heaven. Jesus came. A man died in the world and was coming. And started crying. The angel called me and said, this man is this. He was a Christian, had been a Christian all his life. The day, this day that he was traveling, he went to a motor park and boarded a car and sat beside, beside a lady who seduced him. On arrival on his destination, he went into a hotel and had sexual intercourse with a woman and died immediately after the act. And was coming to heaven. And was begging for mercy. The two angels at the gate called me and said, come. And touch the book of life. And the book of life opened. And the angel placed his finger, this one, this index finger, on a particular spot. In the morning today, this man's name was written in this book of life. In the evening, his name had been erased from the book of life. Is your name there? When a righteous man turns away from his righteousness, all his righteousness which he has done shall be forgotten. None shall be remembered and none shall be mentioned unto him. Is your name in the book of life? So, it is certain. Jesus said, Surely I come quickly. No immediate preparation. That's what it means. You cannot muscle up preparation. Say, Hey, Jesus has come. Let's quickly go and meet him. Gone. My friend, rapture is taking place. 
you will not be battling with breaking news. Every television session will carry breaking news, breaking news, breaking news, breaking news. I want to ask you, Christian, you who profess you, you who profess that you're a Christian, if the rapture takes place and you don't go, you're worthless. Your Christianity is useless and vanity. I want to ask you again, tell me what you will do. So, number four, it is unawares. Unawares. Behold, I come as a thief in the night. Unaware. You won't know. Let me quickly backslide and take a brief break to the world and then I will come back. It is that your casual leave to the world. During that casual leave, Jesus will come. Casual leave from Christianity. Oh, annual leave. Some Christians, every, every year they take annual leave. Annual leave to go to see what is happening in the world and then they will come back. After annual leave for one month, they will come back to Christianity and continue with Jesus. During that, your annual leave or casual leave is when Jesus will come. Or dead will meet you. What will you do? Tell me. I keep asking. I ask myself this question over and over. And anytime I kneel down to pray, may I not be sweating and preaching. And Jesus come. This is all my life. Since I left school, I've not applied for any job, as my friend said. I've not done anything. Three weeks in this country, two weeks in this country, three weeks in that country, three weeks in this city. Now I left my wife three weeks. She one month she won't see my face and my kids. This is all I am living for. In the sea, in the air, on the road, everywhere. And yet, the trumpet sounds. It will be a mistake, eternal mistake. Irreparable mistake. Unreversible mistake. You will be lost throughout eternity. So Jesus warned his disciples. And the same warning is coming to you today. Mark 13. Mark 13. Mark 13. Verse 32. But of that day and that hour knoweth no man, no, not the angels which are in heaven, neither the Son, but the Father. Take ye heed, watch and pray. For ye know not when the time is. For the Son of Man is as a man taking a far journey, who left his house and gave authority to his servants and to every man his work, and commanded the porter to watch. Watch ye therefore. 
For ye know not when the master of the house cometh, at even, or at midnight, or at the cock crowing, or in the morning, lest coming suddenly. He find you sleeping. And what I say unto you, I say unto all. Watch. Disciples of Jesus Christ, I chose you, twelve of you, that you might be with me and that I might send you forth to wherewither I should have gone. I have called you out of the world to walk with me, to follow me, to continue the gospel after my departure. I am telling you today, what I am telling the twelve of you, I am telling to all of you. Watch. What I say unto you, preacher, the minister in charge, pastor, pastor's wife, what I say unto you, I say unto all. What's the application? If pastor gets angry, pastor gets angry, it's the same judgment. What I say unto you, I say unto all. It is the same righteousness required of you, the disciples. It is the same righteousness required of you, hearers. What I say unto you, I say unto all. What? Watch what? Watch over your words. When you are angry, how do you talk? When you are provoked, I was talking to my friend today. We said, part of our consecration to serve God is that let's attack people with love. When they hate you, your retaliation should be what? Love. That is how to conquer Satan in this end time. How to conquer hatred. Where hatred will slap you. Give back hatred. What? Love. Satan will snatch your soul. Straight to hell. And you know when you go to hell, he's not going to go and relax. Hmm. The rich man, when he arrived in hell, he knew there was difference between where he was coming from and where he is now. There was a difference. It's not the same. Not the same. So, what I say unto you, church, brothers and sisters, ministers of the gospel, people of God, what I say unto you, I say unto all. Watch. Watch over your actions. When something happens and you want to react, your action, watch over it. You are trying to stop somebody, Jesus has come gone. They're not going anywhere. What I say unto you, say unto all, what? Watch your relationship. Watch your tongue. The tongue shall, can no man tell. It is a wall of iniquity. Unruly evil. A wall of fire. It can set the church on one tongue, one comment, one statement by you can scatter every member of the church. 
Your tongue. Watch over it. Watch your tongue. Your tongue. This your mouth. God gave you two ears, two eyes, two legs. Two, but tongue, one. Manage it well. Otherwise, that tongue will set your soul on fire. That tongue. When you want to make comment, how do you make comment on people? You want to give a report. How do you report the matter? You want to say something about somebody. How do you say it? Watch your tongue. Watch your tongue. Watch your tongue. Watch your tongue. Woman, don't you learn that soft answer tonic away wrath? Soft answer. To soft answer. The man is tired. He has been provoked. He comes home and he sees what is not right and he says one thing and you have talked ten times. You are just babbling and babbling. Didn't you hear the Bible say it is better to live in the corner of a house than to live in a white house with a growling woman? It is better to live in the wilderness than to live in a big house with a woman that ran her tongues. A wall of iniquity. A wall of fire. A top, single comment you will make can scatter a marriage. One marriage can scatter it. And separate those people for life. Your comment. Watch over your tongue. What I say unto you, I say unto all. Watch. Watch over your household. Watch over your household. As a church. What I say unto you, Pastor. I say unto all members, let's watch over our mood of worship. There is satanic worship now. There is diabolical worship now. There are satanic agents now. They belong to the church of Satan. And the agents are everywhere all over the world. Contaminating worship of God's people. Let us preserve our worship. That we don't allow celebrities. Now we now invite celebrities to come into the church of God. We give them minister seats. We give them envelope. The offering of God's people. That people suffer to pay tithes out of it. And we bring celebrities. We bring Nollywood stars. We bring them to the church to crack jokes. To, to crack jokes with the name of God. When a Jew wants to mention the name of Jehovah, he kisses the Bible before he writes the name of Jehovah. How reverence the reverence God. Now we, hide, we find churches that brings in celebrities. Bring in these people. These people that have gone to Satan, Illuminati, Freemason, to acquire power for fame. And they are playing movies everywhere. We bring them to the house of God to crack jokes and relax people in the house of God. Let's watch over that worship. That we don't allow strange fire into the church of God. These women that wear trousers and come to the house of God and insult our God and abuse God. The woman shall not wear that which pertaineth unto a man. Neither shall a man put on a woman's garment. For all that do so are abomination unto God. Let's not allow abominable things in the house of God. Watch over your worship. Otherwise, Jesus said, you are neither hot nor cold. I will spew you out of my mouth. Watch. What I say unto you, I say unto all, watch. 
it is because of this concept. It is because of this concept of eminency, of his return, of, the, of, of certainty of his return. How unaware is his coming going to be? How there is not going to be emergency preparation when he comes? It is because of this Jesus gave us warning. And because of the possibility of missing the rapture. That's why Jesus warned us to watch. Are you going to watch? Watch over your heart. What are you thinking in your heart? The thoughts of immorality. And the women are not helping us. And they say we should not talk about the women. How, do, how are we going to preach the gospel? I will not include women. Don't you know women were the foreigners? Women were the first apostles that Jesus said after resurrection, go and tell my disciples. Jesus first showed them. Mary and Magdalene ran to the grave. Is he alive? Is he alive? Oh, my Lord is alive. Oh, my Lord is alive. He said, go to the city. Tell my disciples, I am alive. So we will include you because you are the first apostle Jesus sent. Now, I was in one of the cities in Nigeria to preach. As I walked into the church, a lady sat. Hmm. I, when I, I say Jesus Christ, I have come to preach. I must go back alive. She balanced very well. And as I come in, some pastors, they will look small and they will be smiling. <laughs> Jesus. They will look towards the lady and opposite the pastor's seat. A choir member. Opposite the pastor's seat. And the pastor, they will look small and they are amused. They will look small. They are... As I enter, I put my face like this. I sat down. I vow that I won't bring down my head until this leg is covered. A woman pitied me and carried her rapper and ran to cover your leg. <sighs> when she covered, I can breathe fresh air now. Then I'm sitting down to preach. What were those pastors looking? Were smiling. Immorality. Prostitute in the house of God. They are not willing. They want to hinder others from going to heaven. They are not willing. They preach this thing ten times every day. They will not hear. Spaso, keep saying it. We are here. We won't change. When, <laughs> the day the wind will carry you to hell. And you see hell once. Before you get in there, you will know. Stay here. Don't go. Stay here. We will see you and we pray for you. But the day you die without redeemer, without redemption, and you learn in hell, wait for the time. So, what are you going to do? Number one, Repent from any secret sin. 
seeing that you don't want people to know about it. Depend from it. Repent. Make up your mind. I will repent. If you don't, it's your risk. And the risk you stand, the risk you stand to face is throughout eternity. Your risk for missing Jesus, the danger of missing Christ in rapture, it is a danger you will live with forever and ever. Ding, ding, ding. It is empty this ocean here. Empty it. Use drum. Empty it. The number of times you will use drum to or spoon to empty that ocean is just small aspect of eternity have just passed. Life is beginning. In horror. When you miss rapture, I'm, 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 I keep asking you, what will you do? Tell me what you will do. Repentance from every secret sin. Sin that has kept you in bondage for years. You try to come out. <laughs> Go and finish singing. Go and finish preaching. One pastor was trapped in immorality. What was the cause? The wife denied him her body. And there was an orphan they brought to help. They, they brought the orphan to help the orphan. Eventually, the man <laughs> was helping himself <laughs> with the orphan. So he went to his pastor. He said, Pastor, I am in a mess. This is my problem. Instead of repenting and restituting. Because if you say, I will keep repenting without telling anybody, you will remain in that bondage. The pastor told him, you know what you will do? Go to church on Sunday. Preach hot against immorality. He went. Immorality! He preached hot! The day he finished preaching in the evening, Satan said, go on, you know, you can't, you can't help yourself. Go and help yourself. <laughs> he went by and fell again until he came for confession. Now, the small girl is still in the house. When you confess and you have not received forgiveness, you have not got power over us yet. Until you confess and you receive the power of pardon from Christ. Severing you from that evil and dirty thing, you will go back to it. Satan will say, Go and preach against immorality. Hot! When you finish, go back to it. So, repentance from every secret sin. Ah! Restitution. Confess to your wife. You stole money? Go back to your office. Say it out. You slept with another man's wife. Ha! Joseph said, how can I do this great wickedness? Oh, Potiphar's wife, this immorality you want me to do, it is a great wickedness. Please, those who do adultery, it is a great wickedness. 
against your soul, against the soul of that woman, against her husband, against her marriage, against her children. It is great wickedness. To do adultery is a great wickedness. And you lack common sense. You lack understanding. Because he that he that goeth into her lacketh what? Understanding. You lack understanding. Repent! Those of you that are doing courtship and you pregnant about pregnant about and you come, you stand with white clothes. That cloth is dirty. That cloth is not white. In fact, if you are seated here and you have committed sin, where you are seated in heaven is empty. God declare it empty, vacant. They are looking for someone to replace you. Confess secrecy. If a preacher in the trial of Jezebel. How difficult is it for a preacher like me to confess sin? Impossible. So don't even allow it. If you don't confess it, where, where, where will you see the road to heaven? Where will you get ticket to heaven? Show me where you will get ticket to heaven. Don't tell me grace. Grace without works is what? Grace is not license for nonsense. Grace is not license for nonsense. Repent and confess. Two, purity of life. Live a pure life. Holy life. And every man taught John, 1 John 3 verse 3, and every man that had this hope in him purified himself even as he is pure. So if you refuse holiness, you reject holiness, you actually have signed against eternity. Take it or leave it. You refuse the message of holiness. You reject the message of holiness. You have actually signed out. I am not for eternity. Without holiness, no man shall see God. Three, self-examination. Before you sleep, examine yourself. How did I look at that sister in the church? How is it that counseling that's supposed to last for 30 minutes is being rescheduled for another private day? Counselors, how is it that the time you give to a younger lady for counseling is longer than mama that is about to go to eternity? Who, do you, who should you give her more time for counseling? How, who do you give more time? Mama who is slow in understanding. Who needs time to explain to her the ABC of believing in Jesus, the ABC of living in Christ? It is Mama you don't want to see for counseling. It is young young ladies you want to see. And after you see them, you touch their breasts, you touch their buttocks, you hold their hand and you shake them and you scratch their palm. And you have never shaken any brother in the church. Only sister you shake in the church. How are you, how are you helping yourself to go to heaven now? How, tell me, how are you helping yourself that this heavenly race, I must make it. And by only, <laughs> things are happening, you know. 
Let's not go into that one. We'll go live another time. We'll talk about that one. Examine yourself. Husband and wife. Examine yourself. Check up. The woman behavior is changing. Ah, attack it on time. Let Satan take advantage of her. Check it up. Bro is not smiling as he smiled yesterday. What is happening? Cain and Abel. Abel never thought it that Cain was angry with him. Because Cain wrapped up that anger in a smile. Wrap it up in a smile. Wrap of anger in a smile. Wrap of animosity in a smile. Wrap of envy in a smile. Wrap of anger, envy, malice in a smile. And as they were going to the farm, Cain turned. Ah, uh-uh. oh, brother. What happened? Ah! He has killed him. He died. If Cain had idea, single tiny bit idea that Abel, Cain was going to kill him, Abel would not follow him. But hypocritical life, hypocrisy, wrapping up anger in a terrible smile. Ah, sister, how are you? The Lord is great, so the Lord is good. The poison of a viper is in that smile. That smile, take it serious. It's not a smooth smile. That smile. That smile is not a good smile. It's a smile to looking for opportunity to hit back, to bite. Have we learned so from Christ? Have we so learned this from Christ? That in this church, there are people who cannot visit each other, cannot greet each other. If you are taking this road, you take the other road side. Are we Christians? Are we still on this heavenly race? Self-examination. Examine yourself whether you still be in the faith. Check up. How I look at that sister, I hope I didn't interpret anything in my heart. God, help me, oh, cleanse me. Oh, wash me. Because two will sleep on the bed. One will be taken, one will be left. You don't know who will be left. Check up. Watchfulness. You watch. When your heart is getting agitated, anger, ah, 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 ah. is it? If possible. As much as before God sees it, remove that thing from your heart. Remove it. Don't allow God to see it. Lest God will be angry with you. The next one is this gospel of the kingdom must be preached in all nations and then shall the end come. This gospel of the kingdom. I want to say spend more money on Christian programs than structure. I'm not saying it because of your, your beautiful structure is beautiful. I'm not saying it because of the structure. Because it's a global trend now. Who has the largest auditorium? The competition is on. In Nigeria, the competition, I want to build 100,000. And the people are taxed. Three months salary, declare it. They are bringing it. Two million era, declare it. They are bringing it. And their soul is famished. is hungry for the world. The competition to have 100,000 sitting capacity is on. 
the competition to have private university for the church is on. The competition to build a cathedral that is world-class standard is on. The competition to have private jet is on. Competition is on. A rat race. When shall this race end? They don't organize crusade anymore. Missionaries are crying in Sudan. Missionaries are crying in South Sudan. Missionaries are there in Afghanistan. Missionaries are there in Iraq. Missionaries are there everywhere. And money, can, money meant for missions can be used for the comfort of the pastor. Money meant for missions can be used for the pastor's car. Can be used for the children's education in abroad. And they say we have missionary schools. And they charge more than governments. Where is the mission? Now, we have Muslims who are getting converted. Who will go and disciple them? Nobody is interested. But our preparation for the coming of the Lord, if you want Jesus to come, this gospel of the kingdom must be preached. Then shall the end come. The gospel must go. In trust, it must go. In writing, it must go. In person, it must go. In your money. Look, I didn't come to bear for money. Don't say I mentioned money because I need money. No, I don't. I was coming here. I made up my mind. Those inviting me, I will not ask them for ticket. God, if you will not give me ticket... I will still carry my bag to the airport. I've done that before. The Lord called me and sent me to a minister who was to die. Who gave a prophecy when he was on campus. And it was a false prophecy. The Lord came to me and said, go to that man. I have never heard of him. I don't know him before. I, I, I was praying God, God, God. Praying God, God. Two weeks after, the Lord came to me again. I said, ah, ah. I sent you to go. You didn't go. Do you know when that man will die? Ah, the next day. I had, in our currency, 2,000 naira. My wife was pregnant, almost delivering. I gave her 1,000. I picked 1,000 naira. I traveled to the nearest airport. As I arrived, no cobo in my hand. Only me and my back and my faith and my God. I was walking to the airport, gradually, gradually, like a foolish person. You know, sometimes you have to be pleased to obey God. When I enter, a, a somebody I were friends before, were friends in school, saw me. I said, Ah, Brother Sambo, Brother Sambo, are you traveling? I said, Yes, I'm traveling. Where? I'm going to Abuja. He said, Okay, okay, well, let's go. He was in the front, I was only at the back. <laughs> we go to where we can call ticket. He caught ticket and called for me, business class. I sat down and said, God, you have started. You keep going. We, we go to Abuja. I was to alight, disembark in Abuja, and then take taxi to the city where God was sending me to. He was proceeding to Lagos because he just returned from Israel on training on terrorism, counter-terrorism. He was going back to report in the station in Lagos. He said, are you stopping? I said, I'm going to Abuja. He said, okay. He removed 30,000 naira in our currency and said, take. I collected, I put it in my pocket. I said, God, you are faithful. I started going. I don't beg for money. 
don't beg. Missionaries, don't beg for money. Pastors, how do pastors turn themselves to be beggars among the members of the church and lose their respect in the house of God? Pastor Boro here. Pastor Boro here. Pastor Boro there. Pastor Boro there. Pastor now know all the short court to the church. You go for those projects. Man of God, where's your feet? God call you at your own expense or at God's own expense. I got to Abuja, this in Bat, picked a taxi, went to the place. Ah, Okadama, machine. Do you know so so and so person? He said, Ah, yes. He's somewhere there. We now went. The two years of age, I got into his office. I said, Sir, you don't know me. Are you so and so? He said, Yes. The two school in so and so place? He said, Yes. Were you an official or so so fellowship on campus? He said, Yes. The Lord sent me to you. That prophecy you gave in 1985 has caused two people to be in hell already. And others are joining them. Go back and confess that that prophecy was not from me. Otherwise, you will go to hell. The man traveled the next day. Went and restituted. Came back on Monday. Slept on Monday. Until they found him dead on his bed. He went to eternity. He went to eternity. So when I was coming here, I said, God, if there is no money for ticket, I won't beg. I will go to the airport. If airplane for Ghana has gone, then I will go back home. And will tell them that I have not got ticket to come. I hope God, you know you'll be ashamed. God say yes. Sunday, God brought the money. I paid for the ticket. I came. The day I was to leave, he added another hundred thousand naira. I carried in my pocket and I came here. Not begging anybody money. So, this gospel of the kingdom must be. Now, come back to you. How often do you evangelize? The two precious things the devil took away from the church. There are two things. Number one, holiness and evangelism. When you lose holiness, you won't have power to evangelize. Two things. When this thing is gone, there is eternity. No more. That's why you could be so worldly and you say you're a Christian. Because you are convenient in singing and abusing God. And God is tolerating you. Preparing you to burn you eternally in fire. Preparing you. So, this gospel of the kingdom occupy till he comes. I believe you will go to Sudan from here. How many of you? When bullets will be shooting and you will lie down with your wife in your room till daybreak. If you lift on your head, bullet will carry your head. In the morning, 500 people have died. I'm not sure. We will go in the name of Jesus. You cannot answer me. You must go in the name of Jesus. When you repent. When you change. Now, finally, I've overshoot now. Second Peter chapter three. The Lord is coming soon. And I ask you again and again if you miss the rapture, what will you do? Even you sitting here, you don't know what you will do until then. Because you will jump into this ocean here. Ocean will and vomit you out. You won't die. 
you will jump to the tree on top of this building. You remember that this church, I mean, uh, what is the name of the church? Covenant Family Community Church. You will say, if I come to church, I will be saved. Because you don't know the Bible, you will see come. You will jump up here. Oh, your mask, ready, go! And you read yourself, here. You will not die. You will be alive. <laughs> you are laughing. I'm laughing because I will not be here that time. I will be here. I was teaching you one secondary school. One of my students got a dream on rapture in the afternoon. He got that dream of the rapture in the afternoon. And ran from his house. And came to my house. He didn't find me in the house. He said, hey, it has happened. <laughs> I ran to the school where I was teaching in the laboratory. I was a science teacher in that school. Before I went to university. And ran and ran. I was the corner I used to stay in the lab. When he came, he saw me in the lab. <sighs> so rapture has not taken place. I said, it has not taken place. Because I'm sitting here. I'm sitting here. There's, not any, there's not any skeleton in my cupboard. As you see me, that's how I am. No immorality. No death. Nothing. Are you a Christian? What do you don't greet? What differentiates you between you and Boko Haram of Nigeria? What differentiates you between them? Because you will not go to heaven, they will also not go to heaven. So what's the difference? All of you don't have Jesus. That's a simple denominator. That's a simple decision. Check out. Second Peter chapter 3. Second Peter 3. Hmm. Listen to this scripture very well. 3 in verse but the day of the Lord will come as a thief in the night. In the which the heavens shall pass away with a great noise. And the elements shall melt with fervent heat. The earth also and the works that are there shall be burnt up. Seeing then that these things shall be dissolved. Look up here. Seeing then that this thing will come to pass. That these things shall be so. What manner of persons ought you to be? If these things are going to be so, and it will be so. If this thing will come to pass, if the law will come again, if it is true that the earth shall melt. <laughs> you know, it looks unbelievable. It looks unbelievable. That the angels walk into Sodom and Gomorrah that night. Moro, this city shall be burnt up. Who will believe? Who will believe it? They woke up in the morning. Hey, Lord, hey, let's get going. Let's go, let's go, let's go. Time is running out. He grabbed the two, grabbed the two, and pulled and said, Escape for your life! Time is running out! I came to announce to you, time has run out. In case you don't know, know it today. Time, seeing day, seeing, looking at it, looking at it.
like the prophecies of Jesus. See, except you are not believing it. Seeing then that these things shall be so, what manner of persons ought ye to be? Number one, in all holy conversation and godliness, looking for and hasting on to the coming of the day of God, wherein the heavens being on fire shall be dissolved, and the elements shall melt with fervent heat. Nevertheless, we, according to his promise, <laughs> hallelujah, hallelujah, nevertheless, we, I am, I am among the we, I said I am among the we, nevertheless, we, nevertheless, we, according to his promise, look for new heavens and a new earth, we are in dwelling righteousness. We have for beloved. See that ye look for such things. Be diligent that ye may be found of him in peace. Without spot. And blameless. Oh. Cain, my friend. I miss you forever and ever. If you made it to heaven, I won't say I miss you forever and ever. But you didn't make it to heaven. I saw him in heaven. I saw him in hell. On account of immorality. I miss you indeed. You didn't make it. You didn't fight Satan. You didn't fight flesh. You didn't overcome the devil. Rise up, let us pray. I don't want to miss you in eternity. How could I have have seen my pastor here, my pastor here, the pastor's wife here, and I miss you in eternity? No, 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 no. Tell the devil no. Tell him no. I will overcome. I will make it to the very end. I will make it. Close your eyes as we pray. Seeing then that all these things shall be dissolved, what manner of persons be? Close your eyes, open your mouth, and pray. rapture takes place and you miss it, what will you do? Will you come to church? Will you pray in the name of Jesus? It will mean nothing. Will you say, I plead the blood of Jesus? Oh no. His harvest is past. Homer is ended. It's gone. The saints have gone. Rapture has taken place. And you are not there. I drain. I search heaven for you. And I search vainly for heaven for you. Friends, 
Won't you come and be prepared for the coming of the Lord? It's our time. It will come from very soon. Go, I can Many years ago, I prayed and I asked the Lord Jesus, when are you coming, Lord, for us? And the Lord Jesus says, this gospel of the kingdom shall be preached in all the world for a witness to all nations. And then shall the end come. Arabs are coming to Jesus in their thousands. We don't have time anymore. Any moment from now, the trumpet may sound. We are waiting. If you are not ready, and you want Jesus, you want that precious blood to flow right from the throne of grace, and you say, I am coming boldly to the throne of grace to obtain mercy, and find grace to help me in time of need. And when the roll is called up yonder, I will be there. And you want us to pray right now, you raise up your hand as I pray with you. You really need the blood right now. You know what you are talking to God about. You know there is something that will not allow you when the trumpet sounds. And you want to deal with it now. You don't want to postpone it. Sincerely raise your hand and follow me with this prayer. Thank you so much. Raise it very well. Jesus is here with the precious blood to wash you all over. Pray this prayer after me. Dear Lord Jesus, I come before you. I have sinned. I am very sorry. Have mercy on me. Wash me with your precious blood. Wash me all over with your precious blood. Deliver me from this sin, from this thing that is taking me to hell. Satan, from today, I overcome this temptation. I renounce you and I reject you in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for having mercy on me. Blessed be your holy name. In Jesus' name we pray. Let me pray for you now. Heavenly Father, I pray for as many as sincerely called upon your name tonight for forgiveness for restoration for deliverance from besetting sin Lord I pray because the blood of Jesus is able to do it by the power of the blood have mercy on them blot out their transgression Restore their names in the book of life. And give them the power to go and sin no more. Blessed be your holy name. In Jesus' name we pray. I raise up our hands as we pray together.
as we come in agreement before God. And I say, God, on that day, when the role is called up yonder, I will be there. There will be no skeleton in my cupboard. And right now, take this prayer point right now. Any sin that has been coming to you constantly, you have been confessing it. But you know, the plan of God is that if the Son shall set you free, you shall be free indeed. And this night, whatsoever it is, open your mouth and take authority and say, today I am set free. Today I receive total freedom from every besetting sin, from every weakness, from every backsliding, from every habit that is not of God. This day I receive total deliverance. Talk to God briefly as I pray for us. In Jesus' name we pray. Heavenly Father before you, in unity of faith, we know the terror of God. And by that we persuade men. We are looking forward to that blessed day. And Lord, we pray with the precious blood of Jesus, whatsoever the devil has done in this church or in the lives of the ministers or in the lives of the members, that is not of God. Lord, it is written, every plant of my heavenly Father has no plant that shall be rooted out. That evil thing be rooted out now in the name of Jesus. Lord, I pray anybody here who is in the bondage of immorality be set free now in the name of Jesus. That spirit of masturbation, I come against you. I bind you and cast you out in the name of Jesus. That spirit of pornography, I come against you. I bind you and cast you out in the name of Jesus. With the precious blood of Jesus, let there be cleansing. Let there be revival. Let there be revival. Let there be revival in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for your servant that you have used tonight to minister to us. Virtues have gone out of him tonight. Restore him a hundredfold in the name of Jesus. More grace to declare your counsel boldly across the whole world. We praise you, Lord, for hearing and answering our prayers. Mighty God, this night I pray, any sick year, I take authority over every sickness. Every sickness, incurable diseases, every sickness, any demonic oppression, I take authority over you. I command healing to move in this place now. Receive healing now. Receive healing now. Receive healing now. Receive deliverance now. Be free now in the name of Jesus. Every genetically inherited disease, I take authority over you. I command healing here now. Be set free in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father, for the miracles. Thank you for the healings. Any curse that has been following somebody here and is here with you right now, I take authority over that curse. 
I reverse it in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father, for the freedom. Blessed be your holy name. We worship you for what you have done. In mighty name we pray. Amen.